0: Welcome to the Paranormal News Insider for the week of April 13th, 2021. And this is officially episode number 475. And this is your host, Dr. Brian D. Parsons. And we are live on the Paranormal King Radio Network. And you can listen live by going to uh, ParanormalKing.com or ParanewsInsider.com. And, well, you know what to do next. You click on the little link things, and it takes you to where you want to go. Uh, This week, we've got all kinds of news from all over the world. Well, mostly here in the United States, but uh, it's still uh, far-reaching stuff, I think. A little bit of crypto stories and a very large heaping helping of UFO stuff. I'm sure you've uh, seen some of these things happening. In, uh, you know, the paranormal news and even the mainstream news is picking up on uh, some of the uh, big stuff that's been happening in the UFO arena. Uh, so let's kick things off. Let's not even, let's not beat around the bush. Let's just jump into cryptid news. And uh, I, I don't know how I forgot this one. It was, uh, I have uh, 65 million tabs open on my desktop here. And uh, somehow... I misplaced this uh, this story from earlier this month. Uh, I think it's one of the coolest stories I've heard in Cryptozoology this year. There's been some pretty good stories. Um, Nothing really horrible yet uh, as far as hoaxes and things like that. But uh, eh, give it time. It's still early. Uh, Now, what are the trends in... Uh, police vehicles lately in the last few years, I suppose I finally saw my first one locally uh, So these cars are painted What's called uh, ghost paint? So the word police and other graphics are kind of blended into the color of the car. You can only see them uh, They're more noticeable when lights reflected on it. You're looking at the right angle, you know, it's meant to kind of blend in with the car and you know, they don't have the the vector bars or the light bars with the flashing lights. It's kind of blended in with the, the trim of the vehicle. The lights are now on the, the top of the windshield. Uh, you know, they're just trying to make them blend in a little bit better, which I kind of think is illegal, but that's okay. Uh, it does make people think twice about uh, breaking the law and going 30, 40 miles an hour without a speed limit. Uh, so it's a cool new trend, but one of the uh, favorite new uh, police paint jobs i've seen comes out of arkansas and a, a new vehicle down there received a nice vibrant paint job uh this car is not hiding anywhere and it's done on purpose so what are the other police cars uh, patrol cars uh i guess it got a little got a little old so the uh They decided to uh, get a little upgrade, and it comes from Falk, the Falk Police Department, which consists of two part-time city marshals, Wesley Penny and Art Paris. And uh, Wesley Penny, lucky enough, he's going to get to drive the new 2020 Dodge Charger that the uh, the department just got. Uh, Falk Mayor Terry Purvis said, quote, his car was getting worn out. And after we bought a new patrol car, we were trying to decide what type of logo to put on it. We wanted to put the Boggy Creek monster on it in some way. We were throwing ideas around with the ambulance company, and they came up with this cool design. We were just ecstatic. It's good for tourism. We get a lot of people come here from all over because of the monster. People come from England to see the Falk monster. It's fun. It's fun. The mystery of it, unquote. So, yes, the logo on this police car. uh, It's a white police car. It's got a bright blue logo on it. And it's got the the creature. You know how they do the logos. Everything's circular. Usually have like a shield or uh, the scales and all this other flowers and other stuff thrown onto it to make it uh, look official and cool. Not this one. It's just this uh, dark creature. Standing there, and it's pretty much taken directly. If you've seen the movie posters or the movie itself, uh, it's taken directly from the movie poster of the original movie, Legend of Boggy Creek. And that thing came out uh, was it seventy two? It was filmed in the early nineteen seventies. After the uh, uh, the encounter of Bobby Ford, which that was in May of nineteen seventy one, I believe. Yeah, I believe that movie came right out right in seventy two. Uh, Boggy Creek Monster, also known as the Falk Monster, or lesser known as the Swamp Stalker. Not sure about that. Uh, But it's pretty cool that they're going to, uh, you know, they're going to embrace tourism Uh, down there in Arkansas. I mean, you think about what Oklahoma is doing and uh, selling permits to go hunting a Bigfoot in the woods. I I think that's a bad approach. Uh, So, yeah, it's cool. If I ever get down. That way I'm definitely going to s- stop by and try to get my picture taken with that patrol car. I think that's really, really cool uh, that the city is embracing that and allowing things. And even the uh, the daughter of the director of the original Legend of Boggy Creek, yeah, they've made like five sequels to that, which they're all horrible. Uh, the original is the best. I mean, that music just gets me every time. Um, the daughter... Obtained the rights in 2018, I believe, and uh, kind of reissued uh, the movie. She's on board. She thinks it's cool. Uh, of course, you know, publicity, anything uh, to generate publicity about this is uh, really cool. I think it's a, a great, great thing for that city down there to bring tourism and acknowledgement to that. I mean, generally – Police officials, they, they make fun about, uh, they make fun of, uh, you know, Bigfoot stuff and everything else. Uh, but secretly, they all, they all like it. They all like that stuff. Anyway, that's your uh, cryptid news for the week of April 13th. Now UFO news. And, uh, you know, sometimes on, on these shows, you, you hide the big stories. You, you, you tuck them down toward the end of the show or about the bottom of the hour, you tease it and you come back from your little commercial and you uh, you talk about it. but uh, eh, I'm gonna just bust right into it and we're gonna get into this the big story of the of, of the UFO arena this week. I mean, this is, like I said, far reaching. This one has been on uh, a lot of news stations. It's covered by pretty much every news source. Uh, granted, it's all copied and pasted for the most part. but A pretty big story. It's uh, generating a a lot of interest from everybody. And I'm sure you've seen this. uh, Pictures of this. The uh, pyramid-shaped flying craft. The uh, video that was taken uh, by Navy personnel over the USS Russell in July of 2019 off the coast of San Diego, California. Uh, The video was leaked to documentary filmmaker. Jeremy Corbell, who made the documentary Bob Lazar, Area 51, and Flying Saucers, uh, was also leaked to KLAS's uh, TV's uh, George Knapp. But uh, Corbell seems to be doing all the talking. Um, Corbell was able to verify the video through materials obtained that linked the video to classified briefings on unidentified aerial phenomena Back on May 1st of 2020. Now, not only that, but the video was also confirmed to come from Navy personnel from a Department of Defense spokesperson. So this is legit. This is uh, not fake. This is uh, the real deal. This was filmed on board a U.S. Navy ship. We have all that information. Uh, However, we don't know the context. We don't know anything else that was going on at the time. At least that's what the uh, Navy officials are saying. They don't want to divulge any information because that could uh, create issues or give away information to, um, you know, foreign military peoples. Uh, So in the video, if you've not seen it, I'm sure you've seen it at least 50 times by now. Now you can see a sky filled with green night vision. And... If you're careful and you kind of pay attention, you can tell that it's uh, kind of like a monocular that you're looking through. And, and something is being used to film through said monocular, probably a cell phone. So something is put up to this monocular. And in the video, we see a couple bright objects uh, in the sky that uh, don't seem to be too out of focus. Uh, but as the camera pans... Uh, we pick up on a triangular object that appears to be flying to the sky and is seemingly blinking, or at least reflecting blinking lights. Something's going on. Uh, but it's definitely a triangular craft. And it's uh, gotten the attention of a lot of people, and it's creating a lot of, I don't want to say hysteria with people, but uh, you know, outside of the UFO world, uh, a lot of people are, are interested in this, thinking that the government is hiding things, is covering things up, and that this is a, a genuine video of a UFO or UAP nowadays. Um, so Corbel kind of paints the picture uh, in his interviews that the government uh, states that this is not a black, pro- a black project of, of the United States, it's not a foreign military. And that they, uh, these, this thing behaved in a way that would, be, uh, would not be expected by normal craft. I, I didn't see that in the video. I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, so he's kind of painting the picture that the only way to explain this triangular craft would be that it's uh, extraterrestrial. Now, he doesn't come out and say that. But it's implied. It's there. Uh, he's really pushing that very, very heavily. Uh, so this isn't the case. And if you listen... To the explanations given by the military, uh, seems to me that this could either be, um, man, you know how the government is—they they dodge things and they uh, they act like they're covering something up that is uh, high tech, or that they've seen something of somebody else's military. But I don't I don't think they'd really know what this thing was, and uh, they just talked about it and kind of like. Do you have any idea? I don't have any idea. What do you think? I don't know. And nobody really knows. And there probably nothing going on at the time, but they're just confused as to what they're looking at, which uh, obviously we've seen a few videos that have been leaked over the last few years. And uh, a lot of people in uh, the video world or people who break down things like this have, have come to some lo- pretty logical conclusions about these videos. But uh, the... Government won't comment on it one way or the other, even if a logical reason is given. And, you know, it's <sighs> – Corbel kind of – he's twisting things here too. So um, he said it was, it was filmed by the military, which is true, but it's not true. So the, the video was filmed by somebody on, on the deck. So somebody in the Navy on the deck – uh, it was done privately, so it wasn't done for military purposes at the time. You know it wasn't a an official video uh, of things that were happening uh, for you know for people documenting uh, for whatever this exercise was. This is just somebody that had this equipment that was just there and just filmed it for their own purposes. Um, I mean, what's the difference though? Some Somebody might say, well, what's the difference? Who cares? You know, but the difference is this detail and a few others I've noticed uh, have been taken out of context by Corbell, And it makes me wonder what other truths are twisted to suit. I mean, really, I'll call it, I'll say it, uh, future projects for himself. I'm sure he's got oars in the water. He's going to be doing some other things. So if he can um, get some attention, then, uh, you know. Hey, why not? It could sell some stuff. Uh, so the uh, Navy isn't exactly transparent about the event. At, at least they, they're still admitting that it happened. They're just uh, careful not to give out information since they don't want to disclose information about their security and methods as well as give away information that could benefit our adversaries. That's pretty much what they've said. They painted that the picture. We can, You know, it's like the old school. We can't confirm nor deny what happened. Uh, they just they're just being very very careful on giving any information uh, about what really uh, occurred out there uh, in San Diego. Uh, but uh, I wouldn't lean towards aliens and and UAPs. Uh, I still think a lot of the stuff that they're that they're filming and they think they're not sure of what's going on could be potentially uh, black projects, either ours or other militaries. But I honestly don't think we've seen those videos. I think pretty much everything we've seen so far, uh, for the most part, actually has logical explanations to them. They just uh, don't really come out and say that. They're just like, here, here's the video, and here's the context. But they don't give in, any information to it. So you have no background. You're just watching a video. And a lot of people can make sense of these videos. Uh, but again, you're not going to get any information to help validate to uh, either confirm or deny that, so it's it's kind of wishy-washy what you're given from the government. Um, I mean, it's kind of what I think. Uh, I mean, yeah, these crafts they could be from other militaries. Maybe they're spying on the U.S. military exercises, which uh, is a lesser possibility, but still one that exists. That's happened in the past. Uh, the uh, you know the Russians are constantly invading our airspace. Granted, they they do it on purpose and they let us know basically they just say like hey here we are Uh, we've had uh, submarines from other countries off of our coast in recent years Um, so it's these things are happening but again i don't think some of the videos that we've seen are anything but uh, logical explanations i I think they're just kind of testing the waters to see how people react with these things and some people are excited about it but then go back to the kardashians or whatever else is distracting them, you know, back to TikTok and, and that's that, you know, everyone's got the attention of a cat seems like nowadays with the social media gathering your attention. So I I don't think people are really obsessed over this as much as they used to be. I mean, yeah, you still have the hardcore UFO people that are obsessed with these things, but now you're getting, you know, more mainstream political people that are involved in this because, you know, this deals with people and their beliefs And, of course, they want to get in the middle of all that. So, you know, we have the uh, possibility this is our Black Book stuff. Could be other militaries. Um, You know, another option that's basically, like I said, it's implied here is that this is a series of alien crafts that have been caught randomly by military personnel uh, who are looking at military exercises. That could be a third one, probably not the most possible, probably the least, to be honest. And, of course, there's a fourth possibility in all of this. Maybe, eh, just maybe, what we're seeing isn't exactly what we think we're seeing, like some of the other films that have popped up, like I've mentioned, in recent years. Maybe there is a logical explanation to this. And as I was watching this, this video, I was reminded... I instantly remembered seeing a video that explained a lot of these triangle videos that we see, especially on night vision. Uh, there's ways to trick that and create that. Uh, I don't think that was the case in this one, uh, but it's possible. And it didn't take too long until I stumbled upon Mick West of Metabunk, who uh, pretty much uh, created another video talking about this. Uh, it's It's been Something that I've seen before a few years ago uh, from him as well. and So this isn't the first time this explanation has been thrown around. But people tend to not remember it or think about this. Uh, So he demonstrated a camera artifact uh, called bokeh. It's spelled B-O-K-E-H. Not a lot of people argue about how to say that. But a popular way that I've heard is bokeh or bokeh. So either way, I don't think it matters uh, bokeh is essentially uh, means blurring and occurs from out of focus objects that essentially take the shape of a lens. So um, think of it as uh, it's pretty popular right now in movies and uh, television shows and photography as well. A lot of photographers are spending a lot of money trying to get these blurry objects to look cool and you know, in the background of things. So, you know, you have the foreground, you had the background with lights. You know, think of uh, uh, Christmas trees or street lights or uh, car lights or, you know, any kind of point of light. You know, the goal is to try to get these things roundish uh, and blurry. Uh, however, something strange happens when you uh, view it from an, an angle. So if you're straight on through the lens, it's, uh, it would take the shape of whatever um, the light, when it shrinks, it's going to take the shape of a lens, which is generally circular. Uh, but if it's viewed from the edge of the lens, so if it's toward the edge of the lens of the camera, so it's off to the side, it's going to actually change shape. It's not going to be round anymore. Uh, as the object nears the edge, it's going to look more like, well, I guess I could say a football. But not a, not a football as most of the world knows it, but here in America, uh, an American football or a pigskin, I guess some, maybe some people call that, uh, not a round football, like the rest of the, the world out there, but uh, you know, kind of like two rounded triangle shapes put together. All right, So uh, also, if you take the, uh, if you take the lens and you shrink the aperture, so you start to close the aperture, You'll notice that uh, it starts to take—you'll start to see uh, sides of this. It won't be as round as it was. You actually have a little bit of a shape to it, like kind of like a—well, you could say a stop sign, five-sided. It could be six-sided. It depends on the, the aperture. Now, you used to expose a lot of this stuff with uh, ghost orbs back in the day, in the 90s. Uh, you could see the, the shape of the aperture and that's pretty much all those things were, were, were bokeh, uh, just reflections of light and dust, you know, dust particles in the sky or in the air or moisture or whatever, just creating these blurry uh, reflections into the camera. It's pretty much the same thing. Um, but it's, uh, again, we go back to that video and we're looking through a monocular, Right. And it's being filmed with what a lot of people think is probably a cell phone. So when you combine these two things together, uh, certainly could lead to what I would call misshapen identity. Yeah, it's like CSI Miami when you rip off the sunglasses, you play that loud music from the Who. Yeah, man. Mishapen identity, pretty much uh, the bokeh effect here. So we're looking at an object through two different lenses, essentially, and we're not looking straight through it. So of course you're gonna get, it's it's blurry. If you look at the, the objects, you look at the video, uh, blown up, you know, on a normal, you know, enlarged on a normal computer screen, you can tell it's blurry. And these two, these two lenses are creating that shape, so it's not really a triangular shape. It's more or less it's it's just uh, it's mangled from the uh, the lenses. It's a very normal thing uh, that happens. It ha- happens accidentally in movies a lot uh, because they they film in a uh, kind of a you know the wide angle, and then you go to the movie and they stretch it out. So if you've ever seen Lights in the background, a lot of times are elongated. That's because it's been messed with. Um, but the, yeah, this bokeh is a pretty big deal to the photography world right now, uh, especially with all the, the tech that's out there that people are, are gathering up. Um, so probably, I mean, it's just my opinion. It's it's uh, a lot of people out there are saying the same thing. Mick West and some other people. Um, and we've seen this in the past. Again, we've seen a lot of these you know, supposed, uh, I don't know what they call them, the numbers and letters of these supposed uh, back-engineered UFOs, you know, these triangular craft. It's really airplanes, but they're distorted to look like triangles. And you can actually do this uh, on the lens of your camera. You put a shape over it. And you get the blurry lights. that will actually take the shape of whatever you put over your lens. It's pretty freaky. It's it's pretty cool. Uh, so, in other words, long story short, I know too late. Uh, the triangle is probably just military aircraft flying overhead. That's not in focus, and the monocular, uh, the combination of the the monocular and the the camera, you know, it's making the the shape. Distorted. It's a natural thing because it's not in focus and it's made it unrecognizable. So uh, the fact that it blinks like a military aircraft, I mean, that really helps make this argument. It's, you know, I, I never understood people film things that are blinking and call them UFOs. Now, if it's blinking, you know, why would a UFO blink? Why would it blink at the exact rate as a passenger craft or in this case, a military aircraft? It's a little faster blink. It uh, makes no sense. Why would they? Why would they mock that? To blend in? I don't think so. Um, uh, so Mick West has actually demonstrated video filming airplanes at night with night vision to show uh, they are truly misshapen. I and mean, especially when they have lights on, it really creates different shapes. Uh, like I've said, uh, high flying triangles have been a staple of UFO believers. Uh, since they unknowingly use or sometimes maybe even knowingly use the bokeh effect uh, when filming high flying jets that are out of focus. And like I said, this is a well-established explanation uh, of that phenomenon. It's not its not anything new. This just didn't happen uh, yesterday. Um, let's see. Well, I can throw, throw this YouTube video. So here's uh, – I'll throw this in the chat room. Uh, Mick West's. Video, so you can see the actual video and you can see his explanation uh, in here as well. And all you got to do is look up uh, Boca. So, again, B O K E H. Now, go to YouTube, uh, you'll find all kinds of, of really interesting ones. One that I really like is uh, uh, the guy's got like a Christmas tree in the background. And he's talking about uh, how to pronounce it for ten minutes, but after that, it gets really interesting. It, you'll have an aha moment when you're watching this, and you'll you'll totally understand this explanation, and it'll really make sense. And you'll probably convince you right then and there that this isn't this isn't what people think it is, even though it looks cool, it looks like a triangle, uh, but I really don't think that's what it is. I'm pretty sure that it's just this out of focus uh, illusion, basically that we're seeing. And, uh, you know, the person filming it might not have known or, you know, might not have been able to see in the dark. So they didn't know really what they were filming. They just saw flashing lights going overhead. And, uh, you know, military exercises, you know, anything with the military is like hurry up and wait. But when the action happens, it's over before you know it. So, you know, I'm pretty sure they weren't in on exactly what was going on or what was happening. So, um, you know, they might have just sold it just to make a little cash. You know, but uh, obviously the military saw it, so uh, they're aware of it. But that doesn't make it alien or UFO type stuff. It's just uh, something that they can't figure out. But they don't talk to us. You know, they have their experts who probably don't know anything about this stuff. But it is what it is, and. Uh, the other video, I really got so excited about this bokeh stuff. I really didn't look at the other video, but, uh, there are explanations out for that one as well, that it's not what it seems. Uh, the one that they, uh, what do they call it? Transmeditational dimensional. I don't know what they call that thing. Uh, the thing seemed like it just crashed into the water. You know, it's probably, probably something very explainable, but you know, I focused on this one. Uh, I'm sure that one's going to get a little bit more airplay now that the, uh, the fancy night vision one is is gone, but uh, yeah. So you thought that was a weird UFO story, you know, a triangle shot by uh, people on the the deck of a Navy ship and then acknowledged by the Navy. That's got to be the craziest story about UFOs in the news this week, right? Not right. Uh, there's something that uh, is even weirder, and I had a hard time really wrapping my mind around this because it made no sense when I read this. But uh, it's out there, and even USA Today was talking about it. Uh, a lot of uh, news organizations were talking about this. Uh, yeah, a weirder story on UFOs is out there. This one has ties to the Roswell UFO crash. In New Mexico. Back in 1947. Well not exactly. Not uh, directly. To the Roswell crash. But about nine months after that event. Huh. What takes nine months. To happen. Hmm, let me think about that for a second. Hmm. In a startling. Revelation. Revelation. Social media conspiracy theorists state that many prominent Democratic politicians were born nine months after the Roswell incident. And the government has covered it up. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, they've covered up the fact that a a bunch of uh, Democratic politicians were born nine months after Roswell. So... That means that these politicians were born in April of 1948, and I, I guess they're suggesting that uh, they're uh, human alien hybrids. Is is that what they're alluding to? I, I'm not sure. Uh, so we had this alien, and we just decided to create a bunch of Democrats babies out of this. Is that was that the uh, the whole goal? You know, forget about reverse engineering. Uh, aircraft. Forget about that Velcro stuff. Forget about uh, um, self uh, self melting mal- uh, metals and and uh, you know forget all that technology stuff. No, let's make babies and put them in office, make them president. Well, years later, after they you know got caught lying about their education in the eighties. Anyway. So, yes, April of 1948. So all these Democratic politicians. Uh, so the names that are listed on this are President Joe Biden, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, former President Bill Clinton, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, former Vice President Al Gore Jr., uh, Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer, U.S. Special President Envoy for Climate John Kerry, uh, who also served as Secretary of State during the Obama administration, former California Senator Barbara Boxer, California Senator Dianne Feinstein, and former Vermont Governor Howard Dean. I mean, that's just absolutely crazy. I mean, what a coincidence, right? All of these people being born in April of 1948, exactly nine months after the Roswell crash? I mean, my gosh, that's just absolutely scary. It's mind-boggling. Well, uh, you don't have to dig too far. Uh, So according to official records, and uh, by the way, USA Today did research on this. Uh, So they dug into this. They uh, tried to find any discrepancies. Uh, So let's look at this. Uh, Biden was born in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Pretty far away from New Mexico uh, on November twentieth, nineteen forty-two. So that's that's a little far away from nineteen forty-eight. Uh, to me, it looks like he was born in thirty-five. Uh, that's just me. Bill Clinton was born on August nineteenth, nineteen forty-six, in Hope, Arkansas. Still got a, I think I think that sign's still there. Go by that in the freeway. Um, And that's according to White House records, as was Biden's birthday. Uh, Hillary Clinton, listed by her maiden name, Rodham, was born on October 26, 1947, in Chicago, according to records kept by the House of Representatives. Uh, Al Gore, the. You know, global warming guy himself, born on March 31st, 1948. I think he's the closest. And that would explain a lot, actually. Uh, March 31st, 1948, according to White House records. John Kerry, born on December 11th, 1943, in Aurora, Colorado. That's close. It's around the corner, according to State Department records. Uh, Pelosi was born in Baltimore on March 26, 1940, according to records kept by Congress. Uh, Dean was born on November 17, 1948, in New York, according to a 2002 New York Times profile. Uh, Feinstein was uh, born in San Francisco on June 22, 1933, according to records kept by Congress. Schumer was born in Brooklyn, New York. On November 23rd, 1950, Boxer was born in Brooklyn on November 11th, 1940. And Obama Sr. was born in Kenya, according to uh, you know what you believe, um, on June 18th, 1936. So, yeah, yeah, USA Today did a fact check on the story, uh, dis- despite uh, Snopes and a couple of other fact-checking websites debunking Similar stories on this topic. So this has been. you know, I thought I heard this before. And when I read. Uh, I went to Snopes and a couple of other. Fact checking websites. This has actually been floating around. Since 2006. It's probably you know. One of those chain emails you get. And it's got. Uh, it's like yeah you're not going to believe this. But all these people were born. Nine months after Roswell. So. And you know some people believe it, and they pass it around because they think it's factual. So Uncle Ed sent it to me in the in the email. You know Uncle Ed knows everything. I mean, he always scores really high on those. You know when you're playing bar trivia, he always does really really well. So he's got to know that this is the truth. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh it, it's not at all. <sighs> people believe the weirdest stuff. And uh, talking about people believing in the weirdest stuff. So, uh, I'm an avid hiker. I love hiking, backpacking. Um, I don't get to get out as much anymore right now, but uh, hopefully soon. Uh, maybe this weekend. I don't know. So when you're hiking in the woods, you're never really sure what you're going to come across. You might come across a, uh, uh, you know, some animals, some live animals. Maybe some dead animals, maybe a porcupine, maybe a bear, Um, maybe a body, maybe a killer who's going to make you a body. Uh, Sometimes you might find uh, people doing crazy things other than killing people. Uh, Like I said, you might find live animals, dead animals, You might find stick structures, you might find uh, a plane crash. I find a missing shoe, and you might just find a UFO detector. That's right. Uh, Last Friday, hikers stumbled upon a strange object with an antenna and a wire, and on the antenna was a flag that said, quote, UFO detector, site number 448, unquote. Weird. Weird. State Park police were summoned to the Wharton State Forest near Tabernacle Township in New Jersey. Uh, they use an explosive-detecting canine named Prime. I don't know why they gave the dog's name, but I, I guess that's cool. Prime, I don't know if it's like Optimus Prime, does he transform into a, a motorcycle or something? I don't know. Uh, so Prime sniffed out the device to make sure it was safe, and I, I think he just. I think he just went on it. Uh, Police were able to safely disarm the device and nobody was hurt. Nobody got injured. Uh, So the device, this uh, UFO detector, turned out to be a block of wood. And it's like painted gray. It's got a headphone wire and a soup can. And it's got a reflective driveway marker, kind of cut off. On top. I do have a picture of that. Got to be sharing pictures here. Uh, so if you're listening in the chat room to get this uh, extra information, uh, if not, maybe you get have to look up the story yourself, I suppose, or pay attention to uh, social media during the week if I do uh, update that. Well, so here's a picture of this thing. Oh, I missed the Falk police car. Let me throw that Falk police car in there. Totally missed that. Let's do that first. You guys can check this thing out. So here's that 2020 Dodge. Look at that thing. It's a sharp looking car. Dodge Daytona. Got the Falk Monster on the side of that thing. Beautiful. I drive down there just just to see that thing. Go through Hope, Arkansas on the way. Visit old Bill. And then go to uh, Falk. Yeah, there's the other picture. Close up there. Of the logo. Again, just like the, the movie cover. Anyway. Let's get the uh, UFO detector, high-tech infra- in. Uh, I gotta look this up. I wonder if this is on any website. Like you can buy this thing somewhere. Look at that thing. Handmade. It looks like handmade. That's just scary stuff. Might have to build one of those. Really. Um, so yeah, the uh, police did disarm this device safely. They unplugged the headphones uh, from that block of wood, and everyone was safe. Nothing exploded. Uh, No UFOs were seen overhead, I don't think. And it's unknown how long the object was in the woods or who placed it there. It doesn't look that old to me. It doesn't look like it's been sitting there that long. It looks like it's sitting right on top of everything. They might have moved it. I don't know. They might have moved it. Uh, I don't know, gizmos like this are still pretty popular on the internet. And those UFO magazines all the way in the back. Next to, uh, you know, the articles of buying Russian women and stuff like that. But they're still there. And people believe in that stuff, just like the ghost stuff. Any any gizmo nowadays can can detect a ghost from a mile away. So, yeah, we don't know who put this thing there. I I think, I don't know. You'd think it was, you know, a kid, but this thing is handmade. This is custom. This is a custom job here. You're gonna go through all that work and just leave it in the woods? I don't know. It's just weird. Uh, so the New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection urges people to call them if you see something like this in the future, uh, in the woods, unattended. Uh, don't don't approach it. Don't take it. Uh, leave it alone, and call them. Yeah, and uh, uh, police did uh, state uh, on social media, they thought it was nice that somebody was looking out for the general public, you know, keeping an eye out for extraterrestrials and letting us know, you know, if they were seen. But uh, in the future, uh, don't leave devices like this unattended in the woods. Yeah, I'm not sure about that gray. You know, it doesn't look like it's sanded down very well either. You could have made it more realistic. Yeah, I agree. Some varnish on that thing sand, maybe around the corners out a little bit. Might have been believable. I don't know about the can. I don't know. Uh, So interestingly enough, I I was kind of sitting there thinking. I was like, you know, New Jersey, uh, you know, known for the – more for the Pine Barrens and the Jersey Monster. I'm sorry, the Jersey Devil, more than anything that I can think of. But then I did think about it. 1938 were the world's, Right. Uh, the radio broadcast that described a UFO alien invasion in Grover's Mill, New Jersey, which is a real place. It happens that Grover's Mill is just over 40 miles directly north of the area where this device was. Uh, so maybe the unknown person who placed this device in the woods was actually onto something. Maybe they were tracking something. And again, a little bit of trivia. kind of mentioned this already. Uh, I'm sure a lot of UFO buffs already know, uh, EMF detectors that are famous with ghost hunters nowadays, uh, were actually used and more popular with UFO hunters prior to really the influx of use in the ghost field as UFO detectors. And they're still marketed as such. Uh, they're a little bit different than the, uh, the ghost, ghost detectors, which I think is kind of weird. Um. You think that would, people would kind of figure that out that it's not really doing what they think it's doing, but that's okay. You don't want to waste your money on uh, blinking lights. That's cool. Now, let's see. So, other UFO news. Uh, we've got uh, folks in northern Texas who are a little panicked, a little confused uh, over uh, some lights in the sky. They saw. A strange line of lights in the sky. You probably know where I'm going with this already. Uh, Various news channels and the National Weather Service. uh, They were stumped. They were perplexed. They have no idea what was going on in the skies just after 9 p.m. on Wednesday, April 7th. I mean, was it a meteor shower? Was it a UFO crashing? Uh, Fireworks? uh, Plane crash? What was going on up there? And after hours of speculation, it was revealed that the residents had, in fact, seen not a meteor shower, not a UFO crash. But yes, as my uh, highly educated audience knows, SpaceX Starlink satellites uh, in a line probably being deployed. So I, I don't I just gave up following those things. Anymore, uh, it makes me sad thinking of all this stuff is uh, just collecting up there and in uh, near Earth orbit, just just ready to block my night view. I swear, the first time that uh, I see these things blocking my view of looking at stars and stuff, yeah, Mr. Tesla's getting a he's getting a nasty email for Shizzle. I'm going to email him. I'm going to text him. I'm going to uh, call him. I'm going to blow up his social medias. With angry messages of get your junk out of my view of the sky. Um, A lot of people are upset about these things. And I tell you, I just don't understand. This is in the news all the time. And people are still seeing these and having no idea what they're seeing. It's the same thing. A line of lights in the sky. Long string of uh, lights. And people are still confused. You know, I I said it uh, a while ago, last year, it's going to be commonplace pretty soon. Everybody will know, and this story will just kind of fade away. Nobody will get freaked out by it. But here we are. Good chunk of northern Texas uh, freaked out on social media just after 9 p.m. last Wednesday uh, about lights in the sky, having no clue as to what was going on. (sighs) And speaking of being perplexed, so... You know, I mentioned, uh, we talked about MUFON not that long ago, the Mutual UFO Network, and, and I got an email from them recently. Uh, they had the March sighting statistics, which uh, I don't really have right in front of me, but that uh, was a little weird. Like, I didn't get anything in January and February. while all of a sudden March? Uh, so I'm trying to scour, trying to find uh, any information about the January and February uh, stats, because if I don't get... Those two, then talking about February, uh, I'm sorry, talking about March really won't make any any difference uh, in the long run. But um, yeah, I might dip into those uh, eh, maybe next week. We'll see. Uh, just still trying to gather uh, the other months together to see, uh, you know, if I can uh, paint a better picture of, of all of that. Because uh, it's pretty much useless just to get one month and then. You know what if they don't talk about it for April or May, or whatever. But uh, you know they just moved from Colorado, back out here to Ohio, down in Cincinnati, back kind of where they've been uh, off and on for years. So uh, you know maybe they're kind of getting it together. I don't think they really are, but uh, we'll we'll wait and see. Uh, but if anybody has any emails or information about the uh, January or February. UFO statistics. I uh, feel free to send them my way and uh, we'll talk about them here on the show. And last but certainly not least, uh, probably one of the more bizarre stories of the year. This takes place in the other news segment here tonight. And you know I was thinking about that when you know I had this story. I was kind of thinking, where should I slide this thing in? But it's not really a UFO story. It's not really – it's not just a, an other thing. But uh, years ago, I focused not just on cryptid UFO and ghost stories, uh, but I also did what's called strange earth stories. Uh, they weren't quite paranormal, uh, but did include topics like sky noise, which is a, was a, a pretty big thing for a couple of years in a row um, before pretty much being completely debunked. And, of course, the Eclipse event back in 2011 – That trailed over into the next year. Uh, And just strange things that happen That don't quite fit into other categories. Uh, But pretty much since then. I've gone with just other news. As a catch all. uh, For all these weird stuff that happens. But I kind of like to think that. You know I don't know. I think strange earth news is kind of cool. But uh, every now and again. Something in our uh, natural world. Seems to defy explanation. And make it to the other news area. And it kind of makes me think back. To the strange earth stuff. And one such story occurred in East Sussex. Sussex. I can never say that. Uh, United Kingdom. That's all I, can, I need to say right there. Uh, so Christopher Hogg. No relation to Boss Hogg. Uh, was out. For his daily cycle. On his bicycle. Uh, when he came over a hill. And he noticed a strange sight. And you know what happens in, in the United Kingdom quite a bit over there uh, in England. You know, Home of a uh, certain type of phenomena that happens quite a bit in their fields. Well, that's kind of what he saw. And I'll throw that in the chat room for you. And there it is. What is that? So that day, he said, quote, I was on my daily cycle and came over the hill and saw this magnificent circle. At that point, it was about a half mile away, which made me think that whatever it was, it was huge. It was saucer shaped like an alien ship. It was beautiful. But also in 2021, uh, a bit too weird for comfort, unquote. Uh, As he got closer, he noticed that it wasn't a giant ship sitting in the middle of the field. But in fact, a bunch of sheep gathered together in a circle. Uh, I guess doing what sheep do, right? They follow each other. They do what they're told, right? That's why they're called sheep, I thought. Anyway, uh, so yeah, he uh, comes over the hill on his bike and he gets closer. And he sees all these sheep gathered in a circle. Now, normally when he comes over the hill, he'll see and hear sheep uh, carrying on in the large field uh, on the side of the hill. Just kind of randomly all put out there. So he says, uh, quote, "Uh, the sheep are usually noisy. I go past them every day. But this day, they were very still and calm. It was so quiet, like they were in a trance. It was very eerie, unquote. So what would have caused that? Why would they be gathered in such a strange shape and be very quiet at the same time? Hmm. What a mystery. Uh, Was it aliens? Did a strange craft fly over and, and magnetize these sheep to stand in that spot? Something in their wool? Hmm. Mysteries. But unfortunately, uh, as I read the story, I found it's it's not really that big of a mystery. Uh, It's not the first time that this has been observed out there in the wild. And the most likeliest explanation, boy, I sure hate Runa for people. Because it looks cool. And uh, I like the mystery things. But I also like to know the truth. I also like to know what's happening. Uh, I like an explanation to when uh, strange things happen. If it suits it, if it's, uh, you know, in fact, the uh, information that will explain it. And in this case, uh, sheep like this are often fed with snack feeders that uh, a lot of times are attached to a four-wheeler or a quad, whatever you want to call it, uh, or uh, some other off-road vehicle type thing. And the pellets that they used to feed these, uh, these sheep with uh, were more than likely spread from the back of this uh, vehicle in a circular motion. So the vehicle was uh, going in a circle and went into a tighter and tighter circle. And the sheep found this feed and uh, basically created the shape around the food. And that would also explain why they were quiet. I'm sure if you got a little closer, you'd probably hear them crunching all that little snack foods there. So interesting story out of the United Kingdom for our last story of the night. Uh, Don't know about next week. Um, Not really working anything. Don't really have anything uh, coming down the pike. Uh, Like I mentioned, uh, looking at those UFO sighting statistics from MUFON, for uh, March, but uh, I think it would make sense if we had something to talk about for the prior two months, which uh, scoured the emails that they've sent me, and none of it, none of it contained uh, any of those sightings, so I'm not sure. I'll also keep an eye on this, uh, this uh, UFO story that I'm sure we're going to have more and more information coming out about this uh, U.S. Navy video, uh, I should say v- Video and photographs of the separate incident. We didn't really dig into that this week. We might have time uh, next week to kind of talk about that, explore that a little bit more if it's still in the news, which I'm sure uh, until something big is going to happen, you know, they always, something's always happening every year. Doesn't it seem that distracts us from what's going on? Uh, it's either a riot or somebody's going to invade us, like China again. Uh, or all these uh, diseases that come out every year, like the Zika in 2016, the Ebola in 2014, the bird flu in 2013, uh, the uh, Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, uh, coronavirus in uh, 2012, the swine flu in 2009, that was a pandemic, uh, SARS in 2003, the H5N1 avian flu in 97, it goes on and on, goes on and on and on. But in between that, yeah, people are always going to kill us. Uh, in one form or another, going to go to war. I think China is the big thing this year. Uh, that's our distraction other than COVID-19. So uh, get your vaccine. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. And uh, I hope to hear from you next week because uh, I'll be here uh, next week. I'm on vacation. Don't tell anybody. Uh, but for now, keep your eyes in the skies, your ears in the woods, the hair standing on the back of your neck, and always keep your mind slightly ajar. And above all else, like the song goes that you drink when you're drinking at the karaoke bar, you know it is every Friday night. This song comes on and everybody hits the dance floor. Don't stop believing. For the Paranormal News Insider, this is Dr. Brian D. Parsons reporting.